For much of written history, world events followed charted routes. Oracles and seers mapped out the future in the stars above, and their prophecies always gave a reliable view of the ages to come. Until a god died a century ago. No one saw that coming, and now the old prophecies are failing. Oracles go mad and seers desperately try to account for the loss of the future. While some cry out that the world is at an end, they've been doing so for a hundred years now, and the world is still here. It's just unclear where things are going. The future of Galarian is open, ready to receive the triumphs and failures of a new generation of heroes. Welcome to Rise of the Rune Lords. Marcus has bravely said with question mark charged after this elvish man as he attempts to flee separating himself from the group Marana after a beat took after him to either provide support or try to bring him back we'll find out here shortly it's now Marcus's turn okay so that's first move and second move perception check okay we never officially established what happened to my little pet which was normally kept in his coat pockets does that mean it's basically got left behind or would it potentially still be with him in instances like this I will roll a d100 you call if you want high or low and if the result is that thing, the favor is yours, and what you wish to have happen happens. Otherwise, it's the opposite. Okay. So. High to have it with me. All right. Yeah. He crawled out of the pocket and got you know, into a shirt pocket or is just riding on your shoulder or something. Yeah, okay. However you want that to be. Yeah, he would have leapt up onto his back and climbed up to somewhere relatively stable, so probably shoulder. All right. The echoes in the tunnel have started confusing you. You're not sure if you're listening to your own footsteps, his footsteps, somebody behind you's footsteps. Yeah. There's no way to tell anymore. Okay. Then I guess that's me done. All right. Marana. All right, uh, I'm going to be doing, just moving one square at a time to, well, let me do one move and then see where I end up, so. So 30 gets me to there, and then it's another 25, and just move one more straight down. All right, that's, that's me done. Yep. In front of you in this chamber, it looks like the ceiling has collapsed a little bit, or has started to. There's rubble in the middle of the ground. There's passages around either side, or you can attempt to scramble over it directly. I'm also going to try uh, perception to see if I can hear anything from up ahead. Sure. You know they're ahead of you. That's about it. Yay. All right, Marcus. Okay. 
So that would be first move completed. And still no sight of him. Can I retry perception again? Sure. Not all that much better than last time. No. You're still unable to ascertain whose footfalls are whose. Okay. I take it it's completely dark down here. Yep. Okay. You can see a light from around the corner that as you get there it keeps moving off into the darkness. Oh, okay. Until it leaves your vision as well. You believe you are gaining ground on him. Or it could have just been the way the twists and turns were. Yeah. Marana. Alright, just gonna keep on moving. And I guess I'll do another double move. And uh, try and listen out again. Yep. You're only hearing one set of footsteps now. Well, that's not disconcerting at all. Marcus. So I'm just doing maths in my head. And I think that's about as far as I can get, assuming I've counted diagonals correctly. And a obligatory perception check to see if I can pinpoint him. Okay. Ah, much better. You, you can hear him still keeping his pace up ahead of you. It really does seem like you're gaining on him, but Marana's footsteps behind you are fainter. Yeah, okay. Or whoever's behind you. You're not actually sure it's Marana, but... Yeah, I know someone's there, just not who. And given Tauri wouldn't be able to keep pace this long, it's either Marana or Loyal. Right. Okay. Marana. All right, well, time to just keep moving. Come. Marcus. That was 20 feet I just moved, wasn't it? Yeah, no, 20. Ah, brain playing tricks. Okay. All right, so you've decided to go past an opening and head towards a large Wait, chamber opening. Opening? Yeah. There was a uh, side tunnel o- opening right back here that you went by. Oh, is that actually... Oh, right, okay. I didn't realize that was an opening. Because it looks like... Looks like there's more rock there. Yeah. Okay, in which case, would have been... A request of trying to work out which way he'd gone? Yep. So, perception? Yep. Now that you were ruling a perception, that prompts an opposed stealth check. Ooh. Alright. Give me an intelligence check. Just flat intelligence? As you come to a stop and give a quick look around to try to determine which way he might have gone, you don't hear footsteps anymore, but you do hear faint panting. It's echoing off the rocks around you, and uh, the echoes seem to be coming from the right. And you know that echoes bounce, so that means if the echoes are coming from the right, he went to the left. So, based on that, I believe I went the right way. 
That's a fair uh, assumption. Sorry, I just want to be clear. Right is referring to that direction, yes? No. I'm referring to that way or that way. Ah, okay. That would be behind you. Ah, right, okay. Well, I've taken my full move now, so, yeah. Okay. Marana. All right, let's continue my way down into here. That's me done. Okay. It's your turn, Marcus. Okay, I'm going to move in a particular direction. Um, and as I do so, I want to be obviously looking around the cavern. Okay. The aim being that if he happens to be in line of sight, it's I want to make it look like I've gone past him. Does and and have kept on moving, kind of thing. Does that make sense? All right. Yeah. I'm assuming this is the point at which a perception check becomes relevant. It is. Once again, the echoes confuse you as you're attempting to determine who is where. But you do catch now echoes of higher-pitched voices. Okay. They do not sound like goblins. Good. That's possibly good, possibly bad. Can I tell which direction they're coming from? No. Because of the echo, they're kind of all around you, but also nowhere near you. Yeah, okay. Is it only the high-pitched voices? There's no sign of a lower-pitched voice responding or anything? There's not. If it wasn't for the natural quiet and reverberation of the cave walls, you probably wouldn't hear these voices at all. They're mere whispers when they get to you. Okay. I'm going to go there, which is half move, and I'm going to try and... Can I try and hide here? Sure. Do you want to stealth or not? Nah, it's not necessary. Okay. What are you attempting to hide from? The plan is basically to hide from that direction, but also to keep an eye out behind me because I don't know where the voices are coming from. Makes sense. Marana. All right. Fourth verse, same as the first. Make sure I can see around this pillar. That was 10 feet. 15, 20, 25, 30. Looks like that's all I'm doing. All right. First order of business is try and identify where all the sounds are coming from. Certainly. All right. You can clearly hear the footsteps of whatever companion is coming to back you up, getting closer. Mm -hmm. And you can now tell that the voices are somewhere off that direction. Okay. You hear very very faint footsteps coming from this direction. The longer you listen, the quieter they're getting. Yeah, okay. Um, what do I have with me? Yeah, none of the stuff that would be immediately useful. 
Ah, okay. I am going to move down the tunnel. I'll do the movement in a second. But what I also want to do is I want to, quietly if I can, start dropping like copper coins so that it's there visible at the entrance and going into the tunnel. Because in theory, they should shine in the dark. If there's a light source, yes. Yeah, fair point. And yeah, I would know because I could actually see them. Would they be distinct enough under dark vision that they would, like, distinguish themselves from actual physical terrain? With a DC 10 perception, yes, they would be very noticeable. Okay, yeah, that's close enough, given I'm improvising here. Mm. Yep, so I'll do that. And then movement. Now, you'll only have one instead of double as you're rummaging through your pockets and finding a coin. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's taking a bit of concentration. Yeah. Yep. Okay, my turn over then. And you drop the coin here? Yeah, the plan was to leave several so that they're effectively pointing a line down the tunnel. Okay. Very well. Murano. All right. That's one move there and I guess I'll try and see if I can hear anything yeah you hear the distinctive sounds of coin hitting stone and dirt coming from right over here okay do also now hear the faint echoing voices can I make out anything like language or is it just murmurs? You can attempt a linguistics, sure. Oh, that's a good idea. Can I retroactively do that as well, or not? Sure. Welp. Yeah, you're not sure what's being said, Marana. It's a bit too faint for you. Quiet. Marcus identifies undercommon. Ooh, yeah, okay. Glad I picked a particular direction then. All right. Is that all you're doing, Marana? That was double move. That's all I can do. Okay. Just confirming. I wasn't sure. I wasn't watching your yeah, it's all good. movement trace. Cool. Marcus, it is now your turn. Can I still hear the footsteps from ahead? That will be a perception check. You can hear them faintly echoing... Excellent. Judging from what I see, does the room actually split off? It looks like it does. Can I tell which direction they're coming from? You cannot. Okay. You do see footprints in the dirt and debris on the ground. It looks like these passages have been well-traveled by Goblin and this booted set of feet in both directions, but there's one set that looks more recent. You can attempt a survival check to start tracking, but tracking also causes you to move at half the speed. Okay, well, I... Yes, I will, I will want to do that at least for the next round, but I have... I've double moved this round, and 
moving there is the yep. limit of my movement. So do you want the survival now or next round? We'll do it next round. Okay. You've become aware that there are prints fresh enough to follow. So yeah. Now it's up to you on whether or not you want to follow them or keep trying to rush ahead and keep pace. Hmm. Yeah, that's... If I can't identify a direction, I might... Yeah, anyway, that's next round. All right. Murano. All right. Single to there. And you said the the sound of the coin was still straight ahead of me, right? And just off to your left, yes. You can just see the coins on the ground as you're beginning to round this edge and see another tunnel heading off south. So, like, past this opening to the south here. and yep. right. The coins are right here. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'll head that way. First move here so I can get a look down there. I don't see anything else. Uh, yeah, let's just go this way. And uh, I'm going to try another perception to see if I'm getting closer to the sounds or... You are. Well, good enough. All right, Marcus. First things first, let's see if I can identify which direction he's gone without needing to track. I'm guessing that's probably a no. Yeah, it, you can only hear your companion's footsteps behind you now. If his footsteps were audible, Marana's being closer have, in volume, overtaken them. Okay, survival then. Better. Okay. You know that he is taking off that direction. Okay. Well, that's me moving at half speed, so... Oh, also, at this point, I take it there's no sign of the light anymore. Correct. I assumed when stealth was involved, but... It doesn't hurt to check sometimes. We're on him. All right. You now have Marcus in line of sight, I believe. No. Vision range, festive. Should be very close, then. Yeah, just barely. All right. That'll be me done. I don't want to make too much noise yet. Am I still hearing those voices? Uh, no. Hmm. You have moved past them. Okay. I'll wait another round before I make any noise or say anything. Yep. Marcus. I think we'll start with the obligatory perception roll. Um, you now hear footfalls equally from from this direction and this direction. Oh, interesting. Do they sound like the 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 same sort of cadence, the same sort of rhythm, walking, running, etc.? Yes. The side to this way, the echo's a little mm -hmm. bit more delayed. It's the only difference. Okay. With that role, am I, I'm assuming I'm also aware that Marana is present? 
Oh, yeah, you can see Marana. Yeah. Based on that, Marcus will obviously gesture towards Marana, making it clear that he's noticed presence, and will basically point, make gestures of, of pointing sort of like that way and left. She'll nod in response. And then set off running this direction. I believe that's my full move, so... Okay. Marana. Alright, gonna move gonna move up to follow Marcus. Yep, this spot will do. Alright. Marcus. Now have I made a big mistake? Or have I achieved what I think I've achieved? Let's see if I can work that out. Can I hear his footsteps at all? You can. They're coming from in front of you. Yeah. Okay. You no longer hear them from the other direction. Yeah. Oh, before I move, is that general area passable or not? It is, but it is difficult terrain. Okay. Am I right in thinking that that is moving from not difficult terrain to not difficult terrain? Or is it just that it doesn't quite match up on the map? It's an elevation change. You're on a higher level. You'd be... Right, okay, it's higher level rather than rubble. Okay. But moving on that diagonal would still only cost me like one square of... Difficult terrain, yeah? With a successful acrobatics check, yes. As you jump down. Okay. Or I can come down this route, which would be... not require the acrobatics, but has a longer, more difficult path, yeah? Right. As, like, the natural formation is almost stair-step-like. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's approach and see what I see in case I see something interesting and then decide from there. Okay. Given what I can see currently, when you said coming from in front of me, Mm -hmm. I would place them coming from this general direction, yes? Or have I misunderstood? They were coming from this area. Ah, right, okay, so I still don't know. Yeah, they were still very echoey, but you knew that they were from that way and not the other, so definitely not back this way. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the question that Marcus is trying to work out in his head, or that I'm trying to work out as a player as well, is basically whether or not I'm now in front of him or behind him. And there's no way of knowing that for certain, is there? That is the question. What would the DC of the acrobatics check to jump down be? Five. Let's try that. Ah, comfortably. Now, second half of my movement. Just in case. Okay, yeah, that's me done. Okay. 
I believe you can now see light. Yeah. As he runs up the passageway, entering into this exchange of tunnels, you see a small orb of light circling his head. It looks like there's, like it's on fire as it orbits his head. Would I recognize that? Is that actually a spell? A praise. Oh, a praise. Okay. Is this one I can do untrained? Yes. You know it is a magical item. It's essentially a hands-free torch. Oh! Ironstone torch. Yep. Of course. Yeah, I should have known that. Okay. Marana. All right. Yeah, that was the end of his movement. <laughs> he gets there, you both look at each other. Oh, perfect. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I believe you can also see light from the hallway. All right, let me just drop here for a second. 50... Yeah, you can definitely see it now. Uh, The light is emanating from... Okay. Right here. Maybe you can see it bouncing off the cave walls. Yeah, I I have line of sight on. Yep. And that'll be me done. Okay. Marcus. You and Marana now seem to have almost done a pincher for Mason. Yeah, I'm glad that. That worked out. Okay. Um, options aren't ideal, but... Yeah, okay. That that wall is inconvenient. <laughs> and the winds that rush about Marcus have been swirling to a greater or lesser degree since this all started, particularly when they deflected the arrow, they will rush forward and try and knock him over. Which is probably not going to work, but you never know. That is a combat maneuver. You do not knock him over. He is a bit surprised by the buffeting winds, though. Yeah. Oh, well. His turn. Avoiding Marcus, he jumps up to the upper level with Marana. Oh. And goes to strike the lady. Missing. That was a Bad move. We're on it. It's now your turn. All right. Five foot step back. She's going to look at him for a second, tilt her head, and then hold up her hand as a black ray fires into his chest. I need to make a ranged touch attack. Mm. Oh. Someone prepared some interesting spells today. Son of a bitch. 
That misses. <clears throat> okay. Well, that is all I will be able to do then. All right. Marcus. Moving diagonally like that, it's just difficult terrain. It's not anything that requires fancy acrobatics or anything, is it? Cool. But I can't charge through difficult terrain, so... Exactly. Come in for a swing with the battle axe. All right. You swing and miss. Yeah. Well, that's me done. Okay. He disengages. You both saw him run that way. You can still see a bit of the light bouncing off the cave walls through the passage that he took. Yeah, okay. Marana. Uh, Marana sighs and takes off after him again. Okay. Marcus. Yeah, I have to follow. Okay, I'm assuming that's going to be an obstacle that needs getting up. Uh, it's another lower level. Oh, excellent. Uh, is that another acrobatics check to drop down? It would be. Assuming it's still DC 5? Yes. Good. I assume he went this general direction? That is correct. Marana. All right, well, this should be funny. I'm going to try to... Hold on, i got to just move a little bit to see the square. I have a feeling that's not... Okay, yeah, I can. I'm going to try to move here. Could I... For moving to this square, could I just consider it moving straight up? I just couldn't see around that corner if it was a wall or not. Right. Okay. Well, this should be great. Come on, your acrobatics can't be that bad. Oh, yes, it can. Yeah, apparently you can roll badly, yes. All right. As you go to slide down this little incline, your shoe catches on some rubble, and you go end over end the rest of the few feet down. You are now prone. She, she lets out a string of curses in some foreign language. Is that a language that could possibly be recognized? Linguistics check. Is it a commonly known language? If so, it's a DC-10. If it is a human language, and it would be a DC-15. And then, depending on what language you're using that isn't that... A could be a higher DC. I will DM you which one it was. Okay. All right. It it sounds slightly familiar to you. You've heard it around, but you're not sure what it is exactly, Marcus. Okay, I take it it's not one of the languages I actually speak then. As well. Correct. You do not speak this language. Okay. 
Ah, well, we'll have to unravel Marana's secrets another day. That was uh, just part of your movement, Marana? Uh, yeah, I was just going to stand up, dust herself off, still muttering to herself. Marcus. Ah, right, so this is Wall. Okay. I'm assuming this is another drop-off the same style? That is correct. Yeah, Marcus will drop down, and I think that'll be the end of his move. Yep. Uh, Marcus, you see him uh, run this way, and then kind of grab a, a bit of the wall and swing around it off this direction. Yeah, okay. Marana. All right, time to play catch up again. The um, opening and ledges right here. Oh. Does that need another acrobatics to get down here? or If you want to continue running, yeah. Well, let's try this again. You're good. Holy shit. Uh, it should be about 45. 45. Uh, end up in the same square, so I have to stop here. Alright. That's it. Okay. Uh, Marcus. Okay. That basically lip and corner where he did the thing. Is that... That looks like it's another drop. It is. Same DC as before, I take it? Yep. Ah, it looks like there's a wall there. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's a bit of wall. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I still have some movement left. But moving while in Threatened Squares requires acrobatics rolls, doesn't it? If you do not want to provoke, yes. The DC for that acrobatics check to not provoke is based on their combat maneuver defense. If you're attempting to move through their square, they gain bonuses to it. Otherwise, it's just, that's the DC. Okay, yeah, that's that's not going to happen then. Given my previous combat maneuver failed with quite a high roll for what I was rolling. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, question... Mm-hmm. Is is that a dead end? He seems to be running towards a dead end, yes. Okay, step there, which I assume provokes. It will. He's not too interested in hitting you, though. Yep. And another step there, which hopefully won't. Unless he has reflexes or similar. Yet he does not have combat reflexes. He does not take a second swing at you. Excellent. Well, I double move, so that's the end of my turn. Okay. He will attempt to acrobatics around you. Does that beat your CMD? Almost certainly. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he does a juke to get around you goes up to this wall 
as you turn to see what he's doing, you see him press against the wall and, and do some hand gestures. And then suddenly, before you can quite realize what's happening, a, a blinding burst of daylight hits you. As he moves through what you now know is a secret door and slams it behind him. You then hear some noise from the other side of it. Okay. Marana. I am rolling a D100. Would you like high or low? High. You would like high? Yes. All right. Marcus, as he did his juke around you, you managed to grab a bit of his gear and ripped off, essentially, uh, one of his belt pouches. Okay. Marana, it is your turn. Yep. 40, 45, 50. Whether you cut that with your axe or, or hand, however you want to play that out, Marcus is fine. But you will be getting some loot, even though he gets away. Well, I say get away tentatively. You still might catch him. All right, one more acrobatics check, I guess. Another string of cursing. As you fall prone, the light from the secret door goes away. Same language? Yep. Okay. Marcus, you identify the weirdest thing. The reason you couldn't quite make it out before is because you've never actually heard anyone curse in Celestial before. It's very ingenuitive and colorful use of the language. Oh, okay. Yeah, very interesting. No idea what was actually said, but you do now recognize that that was Celestial. You've never heard it quite so upset. Uh (laughs) All right. Uh, Marcus, what would you like to do? See if I can work out how he opened the secret door. Okay. That will be a perception check. You will gain a plus five on this because you know it's there already. Nice. Okay. I'll roll with that included then. All right. You find the secret door, easily find where he had used latches or little pressure stones to disengage the mechanism, and you begin to push on it. Give me a strength check. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what the noise was. It feels as if something has been wedged in there. Yep, I figured that's what the noise was, but yeah. Um, This isn't going to go well, but we'll see. All right, Marcus, you swing the door open with a bit of force. Oh. And reveal a 30-foot diameter cave on the side of the cliff overlooking the Verigian Gulf. The sea air and the bright lights splash into your face almost simultaneously. Pseudo is standing in the middle of this cavern. The cave mouth slopes down to a narrow beach, and you notice crude collection of goblin beds here. 
Right, okay. About about eight. Hmm. Surprising that. Yeah. How strange. From the tunnel's southern half, two more side tunnels branch off from it. He seems to be looking at the one to the west. As you open the door, he turns back, curses in Elvish, and then takes the fighting stance. He seems no longer intent to run. Okay. I assume I have enough movement left to close with him? You do. Okay. As I'm approaching him, do I see anything down the tunnel he was looking at? It goes for a very long distance. It disappears into darkness. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to close and... Was opening the secret door just a free action because I spotted it then? Yes. Opening doors is a free. Okay, yeah. In which case, I'm going to move up and take a swing. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Here, I thought he was in the clear. I expected you to fail that strength check of a DC-10. <laughs> you made it by one. Well done. Yeah, I was expecting to fail the strength check as well. <laughs> you swing your battle axe at him and miss. Yeah, I imagine he sees it coming a mile away. Yes. He is definitely a more accomplished fighter than you are. That's not hard. No, it is not. He is going to flurry of blows. His first jab misses, but he gets you right in the gut with the second one. Take two points of damage. Wait, double checking that he hits you without your coat. I assumed it did. Okay. All right. Uh, Marana. The secret door was left open. You see them engage in fisticuffs. Yes. I guess move up to... Oh, she'd want to be at about 25 feet from him. I'm not sure if I could get there or not. Because I don't know if you've put us like... I don't know, just... He was only about 10, 15 at the most from the door. Because he was yeah. in the, like near the center of the room, which is only a 30-foot area. I so. was about 15 feet from the door and you were, what, five, ten feet from me? Yeah, but I would have had to stand up anyway, so um, I just stand up and move into range. And that's double move. That's all I would be able to do this round. All right. Marcus. Swing your axe again. Better, but yeah, still not enough. No. Not at all. He will flurry at you and catch you right on the side of the jaw for another two points. As he does, he says, couldn't leave well enough alone, could you? But you left such intriguing hints we had to follow. Go burn in hell. Who's your fiancé? All right, Marana, it is your turn. All right, move into range, and uh, he needs to make a DC 
16 now. Will save. Will save. All right. Is this an enchantment? No. This is... Hold on. What is that considered? All right. If it's not an enchantment, it doesn't matter. He gets a plus two against those specifically. No, it's just mind affecting. Yep. And a, a negative two on saving throws. Saving throws, huh? Yep. I have plans. Interesting. Interesting. I'm really not surprised. Uh, Marcus, it's your turn. Let's fail at swinging battle axe again. All right. Ooh. <gasps> you hit him. Yay! With, with some decent damage, too. More than two points, even. Yeah, I actually deal... Oh, that's actually max damage for me. Y- you you did well. You did. He feels the pain from that. You put a good gash right on his shoulder. With him taking something that severe, could I take a second to try and intimidate on him? On your turn. Okay. I'll try what I'm planning on first and then try that. Okay. Anything else you're doing, Marcus? There isn't really much point in tactical maneuvering. I don't have anything obvious as a move action, so no. All right. Uh, his turn. He will attempt to disarm you of your axe. Oh dear. Probably fail. No. No. That succeeds? Yes. Wow. Alright. As he's grabbing the axe from you, you do get an attack of opportunity. With the axe. With the axe. As you're fighting over it and he rests control, you get to attempt to kill him with it or hit him with it. No. All right. Yeah. Now, I have a positive dex modifier. I have a negative strength modifier. And I have no base attack bonus. He really doesn't right. have... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so he takes the axe from you and then throws it behind him down onto the beach. Okay. That is sadly his entire turn. Marana. Alright, I got one more shot at this. We're gonna try that range touch again. Son of a bitch. That will fail. Ah. Hmm. He probably doesn't look that hurt at this point. I think that's one of the only hits that's been landed on him. No, he took a couple of blows when he was running away. He's bleeding quite a bit from that gash on his shoulder. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go ahead and just try it. Why not? It could work. Try and intimidate. So I say, look, we don't want to kill you, but believe me, <laughs> I wouldn't hate the idea. Okay. And as she's saying that, the description for that one thing I had messaged you says it can be activated instantly, I believe. Hold on. 
Yes. Okay. So as she's saying that, suddenly her hair just shoots out from underneath her hood as she steps forward a little bit and it just like waves in his face. All right. Roll an intimidation check. I did. That was the 22. Oh, okay. Yes, he is now demoralized, which means he essentially has negative twos on everything. Good. Well, to hit. Yes. Saves, whatnot. Marcus, I'm going to roll a percentile. I need you to tell me if you want high or low, as well as odd or even. Ooh, okay. Um, let's do high and odd. All right, high and odd. It is low and even. Welp. Oh, well. What would you like to do, Marcus? Um, draw my dagger and try okay. and, you know, threaten melee still. Right. Are you going to attempt to five foot into flank with Marana? Oh, yeah, if that's an option, absolutely. It is. I assume that will still miss. Even with the flank. Uh, that will still miss, yes. Yeah, he's going to five foot away from Marana, but staying within Marcus's range. He's not sure. He can tell just by his expression what the hair thing is all about, and he doesn't want to find out if he can help it. <laughs> As he five foots back, he pulls a potion bottle from one of his belt pouches, uncorks it, and drinks it. Any one of these actions provokes an attack of opportunity, Marcus. Your choice on which one and what you're doing. Um... So he's out of 10 foot from me? Uh, no, he's still within 10 foot. Would that... No. Or were, were you... 5 foot? Like, were you right up against him? In yeah, she would have She would have walked like right up to him as she did it. For that okay. sweet intimidation factor. Uh, then yes, he would still be within 10 feet because he doesn't know he needs to be outside of that. <laughs> So, there, yes, okay. <laughs> hmm. Realistically, I'm not going to be able to do anything here other than stab him with a dagger. So if you have something more interesting and want to try that first. Well, you both get your attacks of opportunity. Yeah. Oh, does sequence not matter? For example, if a trip attack was done? Well, in that case, yes, sequence might matter. Work, work that out amongst yourselves. Um, do remember this is a split moment decision. Yeah, yeah Marcus right. will be going um, to stop with the dagger, but it's a question of whether or not Marana gets there first. Can I on a Attack of opportunity. Since he's pulling out a potion, it would be, a, I take it, a CMB to try and knock that out of his hand? 
Correct. Can that be tried on an attack of opportunity? It can. Okay. So, that gives a plus one, and that uses intelligence instead of strength. So... You succeed. We will have none of that. I'm rolling a percentile. Your choice of high or low. High. High. It is low. You knock the potion from his hand. You instantly recognize it as a potion of healing. What level, you're not sure, but it is a curative. Uh, As it hits the stony ground of the cave, it shatters. I told you, we don't want to kill you, but I could. Meanwhile. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's the minus one. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Do you get startled by the hair slapping the potion out of his hand? That's Um, what caused you to miss, sir. (laughs) Actually... Out of character, I recognize that. What would the in-character knowledge be to recognize that? Arcana? Uh, It would be, yeah, an arcana. No. Damn it. All right. You you are aware of what's going on, Marcus. Yeah. Um, No, I I think it's that he's... He moves as the potion bottle gets knocked out of his hand and I just completely miss because I'm stabbing it where he was and it just glances off the armor. Makes perfect sense. His second move action was going to be drinking the potion, but uh, instead he's just going to uh, punch Marcus because he is out of reach of Marana. Marcus, you easily deflect it with your shield. He seems a little shaken. Rana, it is now your turn. All right. Uh, move into flanking with Marcus and try and slap him in the back of the head. And that is including the flank bonus. That def- definitely hits. feel insulted by your damage. I do, but it's so good. <laughs> it's a D3, really? Yep, for, for me. You don't have any bonus to that? Does it not get tester bonuses? Uh, or your intelligence instead of strength for the melee? Just as... I think it might. Strength score equal to intelligence, reach 10 feet, secondary natural attack, those D3 points of damage. Strength score equal to intelligence. There you go. In that case... that counts for the damage too. In that case, that's seven. So that's an additional four points of damage? Yes. Okay. So seven total. Can I try another intimidate on that? Sure. You're just going to increase the duration that he's 
demoralized. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. She says, look, I don't even have to use my hands or a spell. I can just end you. Give up now. We'll figure all this out in town. There's there's no hope for you here. Okay. Marcus, what are you doing? Uh, flanking stab, barring other options. Okay. Yeah, that'll still miss. That will miss. Uh, pseudo surrenders. That's right. <laughs> Good choice. You've made a smart decision. Well, pull rope out of my pack to make sure he is secured. Marcus is going to, while Morana's presumably tying him up, Marcus is going to actually be searching him to make sure he doesn't have any more surprises, etc., hidden on him. All right. He is carrying a composite shortbow with 17 arrows remaining. He has a ring, a masterwork thieves' tools, a masterwork flute. He's wearing silver earrings. Uh, he has a journal on him. Uh, he has six pouches of gold dust and eight pouches of silver dust, as well as ten platinum. Platinum dust or platinum coins? Platinum coins. Okay, and as I'm doing this, I'll notice the the pouch that somehow got snagged on a belt or something as he was going past, and have a look at what's in that as well. Ah, uh, that that was just some of the dust. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, he has six pouches total. You took one of them, which was one of the gold dust pouches. Yeah, one of the percentiles, the one right before he drew the potion, was to see if you had pulled the potion pouch or not. Ah, right. Okay. So, taking him and tying him up, going through his stuff, are you looking at the journal, or are you going to question him? What order are we doing things? What is your next move? Combat is over. You have won. Marcus's inclination would be to go and read the journal. All right. Morana will be questioning him. So what exactly were you hoping to accomplish here? He is remaining belligerently silent. Hmm. I don't know if I should should try and intimidate or bluff this. As you decide that, Marcus, as you're flipping through the journal, I have provided you the handout. Yeah. It's a leather-bound booklet containing about two dozen parchment pages, most of which pseudo is filled with maps of Sandpoint and erotic drawings of his wife, or his bride. Okay. Is that the image in the third panel, or is that separate? It is. Okay. The maps each depict different attack plans, 
The first set shows an attack plan for a group of 30 goblins. One of these battle maps is circled, and you immediately recognize it as the attack that the goblins made during the Swallowtail Festival. Yeah. Of more pressing concern are the next several pages, which illustrate an assault on Sandpoint by a force of what appears to be 200 goblins. None of these are circled. And while many are scratched out as if they've been rejected, the implication is ominous nonetheless. Marana. Yes. Marcus is perusing this journal, and you've tied up Pseudo and are questioning him. He's not answering anything at all, but he keeps looking back at the journal. Anything interesting in there? Oh, yes. Would you like to come have a look? Oh, I would. And she's going to walk over and join Marcus. You're all going to burn anyway. Oh, you first, dear. Yeah, Marcus will start by pointing out the attack plans and the fact that there are a bunch that obviously haven't happened yet. And then reference the images of his beloved, his fiance, And then just let you read it if you've got anything more you want to do after that. The image familiar at all? The face? Anything like that? Yeah. It is. Okay. Marana, you recognize the beautiful visage of Nualia. The previous father of the Sandpoint Cathedral, or the, the chapels, who died in the fire. It was presumed she died in the fire, too. Uh-huh. But it's unmistakable. Oh, and one other thing that he will draw attention to is the name in the second panel. Malfeshniko, I think. And point at released as well. Would would uh, would she recognize that name? Is, I guess what I'm asking. Both of you can attempt a knowledge religion. Religion? At the name Malfeshknor. All right. Uh, Marana, the name doesn't really mean anything to you. Marcus, as you're going over this in your mind, trying to puzzle out what type of demon beast this could be, it suddenly dawns on you that that's the name of a fabled bargeist, one of the children of Lamashtu. Oh. The goddess of bestial births. How much would I know about those types of creatures? Okay. That will be a dungeoneering, I think. Sorry, it's an outsider, so that would be knowledge planes. Oh, that's that's better. <laughs> that makes more sense, too. Uh. Are you talking about bargeists with Marana? 
I will quietly mention the word as I'm pointing it out. All right, now it's plain as it is. Yep. Dice, work with me here. All right. Neither of you are familiar with what this creature is. Okay. Oh, and... Yes, that passage as well. And he's pointing to the reference to getting the closet's aid. Yes, I, I noticed that. Hmm, yes. He has been uh, quite helpful, hasn't he? Well, I suppose you could word it that way. Oh, come on, he's given us all this wonderful information. How do you think... Well, his beloved will feel when she learns that he has betrayed her so. It'll be a shame. And I'm watching him very closely as we talk about this. What's his reaction? Oh, he's just staring daggers at you guys. Give me a sense of motive. Yeah. Even with a new character, still still can't do sense motive. Marcus, you know that while you have subdued him, he's not being cooperative. You think he might look for a chance to run at any moment. He just knows that right here, right now, is not the best time to do so. And he's waiting for an appropriate time. Just because he's surrendered doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah. Dropping back to quiet talk, so hopefully he can't overhear. What do you think the chances are that the guard in this town would actually be able to hold him? Uh, I don't really know. Um... But we should probably at least take him to the sheriff. If anything, if they don't think they can keep him in the jail, maybe they can stick him in the asylum. He seems crazy enough. True. But I don't think trying to get him back out through these tunnels would be the best idea. No, there's other occupants in here. Oh, I noticed. Good. We could probably try to find a path up from that beach into town and then, I guess, try to come back through the glassworks for the rest. Let's make him secure. I think... I think certain people need to get moving on the details here as soon as possible. Yeah, we need to talk to the priest and let him know what we found. He'll be interested to find out who he's referring to as his beloved. Yeah. 
we also need more information about these things. So I was thinking about, well, there are certain residents of town I'm sure you're familiar with more of them than I, but with a knack for knowledge of obscure nature. There's probably one or two I could speak with. There's one in particular I believe we are both acquainted since he hired us. Oh, definitely. Whether he would have direct knowledge. I I think we need to ask for help about getting some research started as well. Because the sooner we understand exactly what we're facing, the better. That definitely sounds prudent. Well, sounds like we have a plan then. We're probably eventually going to have to come back down here and make sure we clear out whoever else has taken up residence. Absolutely. And maybe see about doing something so they can't use this as an entry point to the town. Yeah, that's about what I was thinking. Well, we may have caught him, but he's by no means entirely subdued. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to escape. Yeah, probably. Um, hmm. So I suggest we proceed cautiously when transporting him. Mm, definitely. Starts looking through her things. Do I have it? It's kind of medium-sized bag. Or I suppose just a large cloth in general and time. Yeah. She's going to pull out a... Probably like a scarf or something. Just start wrapping it around his head. Ah, yes. Good thought. Hard to run if he can't see. Well, shall we go? I would think so. Oh, uh, let's make sure we've got all these things with us. Yeah, I'll try a quick uh, detect magic on that ring. Yeah, it is magical. Booyah. Uh, spellcraft? Or is it Knowledge Arcana? I always get mixed up. They both do pretty much the same thing. You could even do a, a praise if you wanted. Yeah, they're both the same bonus anyway. I think the DCs work out to be slightly different, but I can never remember which one is harder. Wow. Doesn't matter. It's a magic ring of some form or other. Something interesting? Rings magic. I can't tell what it is. I've got a headache. Let me have a look. So, Arcana, Spellcraft, or Appraise, you said? Yep. With Appraise, you'll need a DC 25. Or yeah, no. To identify magical property. Arcana it is. All right. Uh, you identify a ring of protection, plus one. Okay. All right. Uh, that concludes this little side adventure. For those listening that are curious as what the journal says, the first passage that's highlighted 
in the handout reads, The raid went out about as planned. Few Thistletop goblins perished and were able to secure Tobin's casket with ease while the rubes were distracted by the rest. I can't wait until the real raid. This town deserves a burning, that's for sure. The second passage follows. Rip Nugget seems to favor the overwhelming land approach, but I don't think it's the best plan. We should get the Quasit's aid. Send her freaks up from below via the smuggling tunnel in my father's glassworks, and then invade from the river and from the glassworks in smaller but more focused strikes. The rest, except Rasmus, agree, and I'm pretty sure the bugbear's just being contrary to annoy me. My love's too distracted with the lower chambers to make a decision. Says that once Malfeshknor is released and under her command, we won't need to worry about being subtle. I hope she's right. The third passage is, My love seems bent on going through with it. Nothing I can say convinces her of her beauty. She remains obsessed with removing what she calls her celestial taint and replacing it with her mother's grace. Burning her father's remains at the Thistletop Shrine seems to have started the transformation, but I can't say her new hand is pleasing to me. Hopefully, when she offers Sandpoint to Lamash Two's fires, her new body won't be as hideous. Maybe I'll luck out. Succubi are demons too, aren't they? That's all the time we have for now. To learn more about the show, the cast, etc., head over to wayward-expeditions.com. 